What if? That's the question. What if you win $5 million in a lottery? How do you respond? How do you react to that thing of cash in your pocket, $5 million? Well, if you're a Christian, odds are you'll pay your bills, give to charity, have a nice vacation. If you're a non-Christian, odds are you'll quit your job, buy a mansion, and party four times a week. Then in three years, you'll beg for your old job back, and then you'll hope that you can afford low-income housing. That's pretty much how it works. And what if? What if the world would end tomorrow? Well, a Christian would pray and speak to loved loved ones about Jesus, and a non-Christian, well, they would probably have sex with as many people as possible at that point. Yeah, and that's a real answer. We talked about this, me and... Friends and non-friends. And that was one of the real answers, to have sex with as many people as possible. Well, hey, why not? If you don't believe in God, if you're godless, why not? Now, what if, and this is also a real dilemma, what if your husband, after 25 years of marriage and four kids, tells you that he wants a divorce? Why? Because I'm gay. After 25 years, hey, this happens. I've heard this several times in my lifespan to this point. It goes on. What do you do? He tells you, well, I have this curiosity, this urge, this sexual attraction, this sexual seductive pull. You know, what what does he do? What do the kids do? What does the wife do? Well, first of all, do we agree that homosexuality is a sin? Is it? Some people don't really want to come to grips with that, but I believe that it is. The book says, You shall not lie with a male as with a woman. Such a thing is an abomination. I mean, this is why Hollywood tries to erase the Bible. Oh, it does. Why? Because, well, the Bible, it doesn't square with their lifestyle. So they got to eliminate it. Now, just because you have an urge or an impulse to be gay or anything for that matter, do we automatic, automatically act on it? You know, I still have an urge three or four times a week to stay in bed all day with the covers over my head. Do I do that? No, no. Not most of the time. I'd say three times a year, maybe. Now, this husband and father of 25 years... Tells his family, I want a divorce because I'm gay. He announces it because he feels he has to be honest with himself. I can't live a lie any longer. So, is this guy now free of that lie by succumbing to sin and giving in to the temptations of the devil? The devil? Uh, you say you want a divorce to go with some guy... Are you guaranteed happiness if you do that? Is the grass greener on the other side? I guarantee you it won't be if they own a dog with all those brown dead grass pea spots. No, it won't be. The book says not even for one sin will you go unpunished. 
So you think that doesn't apply to you be, just because you're being true to yourself? I, I don't see the logic in this. Just because you may be sexually drawn to the same sex or the opposite sex for that matter doesn't mean you acquiesce. Fornication and homosexuality, no matter how you cut it, is a sin. Is a sin regardless. And then people say, oh, you, you, you got to fornicate. You can't stay a virgin. And, and, and oh, if you got urges, you can't deny them. Hey, God doesn't expect anything from us we can't handle. Society is the one that brainwashes us. Oh, you can't. It's impossible. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, who's society? Just because you may or may not have a desire for sex is all beside the point. Like a married guy. You know, a married guy has a thought or desire to cheat, perhaps. Is that enough to do it? Is that all it takes nowadays? You know, you're married for 50 years. That thought, at least one time, comes across your mind. Not not my mind, of course. No, that... In case anybody in particular might be listening. No, no, never my mind. No, 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 no. But as we know from the good book, just thinking about these things is equivalent to committing the act of adultery. Just thinking about it. And people don't think so. People think, oh, I can imagine this. I can fantasize this. Nobody's going to know. It ain't going to hurt anything. I'm not actually doing it. Well, if you're a Christian, once again, you are actually doing it. You can't do that fantasy stuff. I don't care what excuse you got. Oh, you got to liven it up after 5, 10, 15, 20 years. No, no, no. You got to erase that. That doesn't square with the man above Don't try to rationalize again. Nah, nah. Now, if you're godless in a situation of the gay stuff or whatever stuff, cheating stuff, whatever, if you're godless, who cares at that point? Ah, get a divorce. Who cares? You can rationalize anything. Just decide to follow your trail of new unexplored pleasures. Go ahead. Not a good decision, but go ahead. It's a free country. Unexplored pleasures like Star Trek. To explore strange new worlds. To boldly go where no man has gone before. And hey, it will excite you for a while. There's no doubt about that. Until, of course, you drop like a rock from the Empire State Building. Yeah, then what are you going to do? That's not going to be pretty. You think? Definitely not. Hey, let me squeeze in here and and tell you about Relic Hunter. They got a whole September lineup schedule going on. September 15th, that's today. They have a special new class, a new shooter class. A new shooter, you're like a rookie. They got a class going on today, 9 to 11. You can still get in on it. Just show up at 9 o'clock. Wednesday, September 18th, they got a gun cleaning instruction class. You got to keep that weapon clean and immaculate. Oh, yeah. You don't want any malfunctions. And here's the big one. You got to listen to this one. Saturday, September 28th, from 10 to 8, 
Relic Hunter Firing Line is celebrating their two-year customer appreciation anniversary day, which, of course, they have a two-year customer customer appreciation anniversary sale on that day. Two years they've been in business. So they're going to celebrate and they're going to give you stuff at great prices to celebrate and to commemorate it. That's September 28th from 10 to 8. I think Bobby Gunther might actually be there. So that's all going on at Relic Hunter Firing Line. Cone, how about every? What can you get at King Cone? How about everything? We have Nelson's and Livy's ice cream, homemade waffle cones, ice cream cakes, banana splits, milkshakes, and plenty of indoor seating. Come drop by and treat yourself, family, and friends at King Cone. Doors open at 12 noon, seven days a week. That's King Cone at the corner of MacArthur Road and Route 329 in Whitehall. Call at 610-261-1935. Queen's Nutritional Products is all about one thing, clean, healthy, natural living. Take advantage of Queen's full assortment of organic, vegan, vegetarian, and gluten-free products. Everything from vitamins, herbs, grains, and raw honey to skin, hair, and beauty enhancers designed to slow down the aging process. Queens also has pet products without all the harmful artificial ingredients and chemicals. Queens Nutritional Products is located at 1450 Pennsylvania Avenue, right on the border of Allentown and Bethlehem. Visit their website at queensnutrition.net. Their phone is 610-691-6644. And for you sports nutritionists, there's no better place than Queens. With 40 years of experience, they will absolutely fuel your fire. Queens, a family business, is also a wholesale business specializing in dried fruits and nuts, roasted fresh right on the premises. So that's Queens Nutritional Products, open seven days a week. Okay. Let's see what we learned so far, shall we? Don't Bring Up God is a radio show hosted by Robert with his sometime friend and nemesis, I can't tell which, the board guy. It airs every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 on WAEB, 790 AM. Don't Bring Up God is a live call-in show at 610-720-7900, where you can give comments of intelligence, wisdom, stupidity, ridiculousness, or even insanity. Now that's what real freedom is all about. We play no favorites here. Come one and all. Except maybe for you, listening at the kitchen table, unshaven, in your polka dot underwear. You, maybe we can do without. We've also learned we can agree and disagree with the content of God in the Bible without wishing hell upon each other. So let's keep this locomotive radio show going. Woo-woo! And call 610-720-7900. And feel free to visit don'tbringupgod.com in your spare time. Hey, we got a call. Who's this? Hey, Robert, it's Barry. How's it going? Very fine, I must say. How about you? Uh, I called to play devil's advocate here a second, if I, if I may. You may. You know, if, you, if you'll allow me. I'll play devil's advocate. Now you talk about you know homosexuality, adultery, fornication. Now, how, how do we know that that, that uh, God wrote that in the Bible? How do we know the man didn't just say that God told that that God told him to write it in the Bible just to uh, pass certain rules and regulations to control populations? Hey, this is an argument, a common argument that you hear from time to time. And the only thing I can say to that is you got to go from the very beginning and 
look in the mirror and see if you agree with the fact that the Bible is inspired by God, that these guys that wrote it and put it together were inspired by God, and it's truly his, uh, his rules and regulations. Now, if you don't believe that it's inspired, then that opens up the door for a lot of questioning. Yeah, I wonder who, who actually wrote the, the Old Testament. Uh, who actually, I mean, did you know offhand who would, who actually wrote physically wrote it down? I know they found the Dead Sea Scrolls. And they could verify that it was written. But who, who would actually, what saint or what, what prophet that actually wrote? Well, they put the Bible together, the, the Catholic Church, many moons ago, I guess Constantine. And these books already existed for many, 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 many years. And they decided yeah. to get a collection of the most pertinent books that were t- they I'm, felt inspired by God, and then they put them together. I'm talking back in the uh, uh, days of uh, you know ancient Israel when they when actual when the actual scripts themselves were actually written. Who who actually wrote those? Well, that's Moses about, wrote a whole bunch of stuff back there, and then the prophets, and then in the New Testament you got the apostles and well, the apostles, yeah, yeah, and, and, and then, then you got New Paul, but. I don't know. It's an easy question for me. Uh, I believe that if a God exists, he's going to let us know what he expects of us, right? Just like a father with kids. A father's going to let the kids know what I expect of you and what I don't. And God does the same thing. You figure he has to do that in some way. And to me, I believe it's through the Bible. He's gonna. There's going to be a God that's going to hold us to standards, and he's not going to tell us the standards? Yeah, I'm just wondering how we we don't know. I mean, we can't, so like I said, that's what comes down to faith. You yes. can't prove you can't prove if, if if God actually inspired them to write that. I could say, uh, I'm not, once again, I'm playing devil's advocate here. I could say it's a sin not to watch the Philadelphia Eagles on a Sunday or or, or a Monday, and I say God inspired me to do it. How do you know? You know, you, you can't prove one way or the other. No, you're right. That argument can go on forever, for sure. All righty. So that's that's all I got to say. And if I didn't win the lottery, I'd buy. Uh, I buy uh, coupons for people for a relic uh, firing uh, a relic firing arm and uh, Queen City nutritional products and King Kong. All right, I appreciate that. You're a good right, man. Be safe, man. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, you can question to the cows come home if you don't truly believe that the book is inspired. Anything goes again. You can pick and choose what you want. You can just throw the whole book in the garbage and say it's just another collection of stories well i don't choose to do that and i think a lot of uh, and hopefully not a lot but most christians and all christians feel the same way so if you're a husband a husband as i was talking earlier married 25 years has four kids and all of a sudden tells his wife you know what i'm getting i want a divorce because i'm gay I've decided that I'm gay. What do you do? Now, if you're a Christian, it's pretty easy. You follow the rules of engagement. You first realize again that homosexuality is a sin because the Bible's very clear about it. You can't get around it. The book says, men did shameful things with men and thus received in their own person the penalty for their perversity. Listen to those words. Shameful, perversity. Again, Those are words right out of the book. I believe the book is inspired. I'm going to listen to it. No questions asked. So if you truly have sexual desires for a man, then realize they are sinful desires that need to be dealt with. 
That's first and foremost. And, and again, you got to be strong. You got to be. You got to maintain your strength and dedication to God in the Bible. But you say, "Oh, I'm missing out. Why should I deprive myself? Why should I deprive myself? This, this is how I feel. I'm just going to go with it." Well, why did Jesus deprive himself of a pleasant, joyous life here on earth? I mean, he could have been in a lounge chair, relaxing by the pool, getting a tan. But no, he got beaten, suffered, and died for you and me. He hung on the cross for six hours. You know, as Christians, we're trained to put God first, then family before us. We sacrifice for them as Jesus sacrificed for for us. Pretty simple concept, right? Just the fact that you're going to rip apart your wife and four kids and get a divorce, you know, that should be enough to deter you and to smother your homosexual urges. And if it isn't, there's something askew. You know, you need to go back to the Bible, read in the book, pray and talk to believers, stay in God's circles. Uh, to, to help you keep thinking straight, as it were, straight. Although I don't know why they say straight anymore, because in our society, good is bad and bad is good nowadays. Uh, straight is pretty much thinking thinking that everything goes in our society. So I guess thinking crooked would be more appropriate. To maintain you thinking crooked is a good thing. You're not aligned with this insane society. Hey, we got a call. Who's this? Good morning. What's up, Rudy? Hey, you know, I'm listening to you, but sometimes you wonder, um, Robert, um, I'm going to ask you a couple questions. Okay, how far are you willing to go? Like, when somebody tells you, um, like, you know, you would say, you know, I don't care what you do in your bedroom as long, you know, you don't, you know, it's private, whatever. But isn't it, um, you're not supposed to, you know, tell the truth and tell these people that they're wrong? Like, as homosexuality? It says in the book that we need to speak up and speak the truth. You just don't ignore it and let it slide just because you're going to be unpopular. That's what the book says. Is that what you're, is that what you're getting at? Yeah, because, you know, I mean... Sometimes I feel like there's a lot of people being, you know, hypocritical about, um, um, you know, how they approach things, uh, which is like they say, you know, I'm a conservative, I'm a Christian, but um, I don't care what you do in your bedroom. I don't, you know, I mean, it's fine with me, which is. Well, if you're not a Christian, I guess you can say that. But if you're a Christian, I'm sorry. The rules and regulations are there. You're, are we going to ignore them and pick and choose? I don't think that's appropriate. Yeah, but I seem like everybody acts like, oh, I'm a Christian, but you know, I don't care what you do in your private life. How does that make sense? Doesn't it? it doesn't make sense. And we've we've all been hypocritical before. I'm not saying I, I, I haven't been. I think we all have, but hopefully we get a handle on that. The big thing is fantasizing. I mean, let's face it. I think most guys especially, and women, in a time of their marriage or relationships, fantasize sexually yeah, to get it going. Robert, how far are you willing to go as a person? But, but I'm saying a common thing in our society is you can fantasize, keep it in your brain as you're with your wife or husband, no. and they just let things go and fly. And, and no, nobody I understand knows. what you're saying here, but I'm saying how far, like let's say... Um, 
you know, our listener, you know, your listener, you know, the, you know, the people that call every day, you know, Barry, Joe, you know. Right. Okay, how far are we willing to go with this stuff? Like, would you say, you know, I'm not going to talk to these people ever because they homosexual? I'm not going to, you know, I mean. No, I'm never. Gonna... No, you you got to maintain respect at all times. We can, yeah, we but can... isn't it? You're just talking about being, you know, hypocritical about it. No, 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 and... no, 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 no. Just if you make things clear to people, like if you have a gay friend, you might want to tell him or her that what the book says. You say it respectfully, but you don't stop being friends. You don't stop with the respect. Yeah, but remember what Jesus says: you have to hang out with the right people too, Robert. You know, if you if you hang out with the wrong people, well, there's you a fine line there. There's a fine line there. I don't think I'd hang out with a homosexual person. But if they live in the same neighborhood, if they're a family member, I would give them proper respect and treat them no differently like I do anybody else. But then nothing's going to change, you know. If we but that's change. on them. That's on them. We can't go to the next step and judge people and throw stones. I'm, I'll, my only point is we can't ignore the fact that homosexuality is a sin and God don't like it, don't want us to do it, just like fornication. In this society, we forget that nowadays. Yeah, but I think you know, we, you know, people they they have to start. I think taking some kind of action because the other, um, the other side taking action. Exactly, and you know what the action is? Talking on. Don't bring up God about it. That's action. You know, I'm hoping that you correct. Thank you, Robert. All right, thank you. Man, my callers are trying to pin me down this morning. Trying to pin me down. But that's cool. That's good. That's all good questions. We The questions go through our mind, and we don't duck them. We deal with them. Hey, Queen's Nutritional Products. A couple, or, or uh, Barry mentioned Queen's. I like when Barry sneaks it in there. Queen's Nutritional Products, they got all kinds of things going on. Vitamins, all 25% off. They have Vitalogic. Cal, Solaray, Enzymatic Therapy, and Twin Lab, 25% off. And then you got organic, raw sunflower seeds, $3.99 a pound. Pitted prunes, $8.95 a pound. Prunes. My grandparents used to take that to, to essentially regulate intestine flow. Bored guy, you take prunes, prunes for that reason? I mean, I guess that, that's effective. But some people take prunes because they like the taste, right? Ever prunes? Ever? Board guy? Yes? No? He's shaking his head now. But hey, pitted prunes. It doesn't have to be for the intestinal flow reason. It could be, I mean, you can bake with them and do all kinds of things with them. All right, enough of the prunes. Pitted prunes, eight ninety five a pound. Raw filberts, nine ninety nine. Raw cashews, eight ninety five. Raw pumpkin seeds, four ninety nine. All digestion upset stomach diarrhea. Yay! What oh, do it takes? Five different stomach problems. Pink does more than you think. It's a natural cure. Yeah, why not? All kinds of things. And uh, Queen's got it all. Queen's nutritional products. What can you get at King Cone? How about everything? We have Nelson's and Libby's ice cream. Homemade waffle cones, ice cream cakes, banana splits, milkshakes, and plenty of indoor seating. Come drop by and treat yourself, family, and friends at King Cove. 
Doors open at 12 noon, seven days a week. That's King Cove at the corner of MacArthur Road and Route 329 in Whitehall. Call at 610-261-1935. Hey, this is Robert from Don't Bring Up God. I first want to thank Relic Hunter Firing Line for sponsoring our show and believing in what we do. You know, I never thought I would buy a gun, but I did. I walked into Relic Hunter Firing Line knowing nothing about firearms, but that all changed. Relic Hunter Firing Line gave me safety and gun knowledge and taught me gun discipline at their on-site training class. I bought a 357 Magnum and now practice at the range all the time with their basic membership plan. Relic Hunter Firing Line is off of 145 in North Whitehall. Their phone number is 610-440-1911. Opening every day at 10. So whether you're a man or a woman, a beginner or longtime gun owner, shoot for hunting or sport, or for home and self-defense, Relic Hunter Firing Line is number one in the Lehigh Valley. See you there. I hope you can freely bring up God to family and friends, but sometimes they look at you like you got worms crawling out of your ears. As if what is wrong with you? Their message is loud and clear. Don't bring up God. But on this show, don't bring up God, we bring up God. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. It's the Don't Bring Up God show with Robert every Sunday morning from 8 to 9. Yo, we talked about throwing up on a boat, the Wizard of Oz, the prostate, and the bad attitude of an ostrich. But the best, most important topics of all are God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and the Bible. Yeah, come join the party and call us live at 610-720-7900. That's 610-720-7900. And don't forget, don'tbringupgod.com. You can get the podcast, Don't Bring Up God, over that site it's a beautiful thing the last 50 shows that we did you could check them out you could listen to them for free anytime you want don't bring up god.com and when you go there you'll go to my pavlinsky site my last name pavlinsky poems actually don't bring up god.com yeah yeah so if you got a gay urge or any urge for that matter, infidelity, porn, alcohol, gambling, just remember, the book says, as you heard me say a million and a half times before, deny yourself, take up your cross each day, and follow me. So if that guy who wants a divorce from his wife because he's gay after 25 years and four kids, you know, if you're that guy, talk to your loving wife. Talk to priests and pastors. Make an effort to combat this supposed change-of-life declaration. Uh, You know, you don't have to succumb to your pleasure-seeking part of your brain. And you have no idea what disaster awaits you if you do proceed with a divorce. You know that, right? You know, don't pursue your freedom in order to indulge where you don't belong. You know, your faith is just being tested here. Use God and the Bible to push it out. To, to push it out of your brain, all these temptations. And again, the temptations could be anything. It could be too much lemon meringue pie. It could be whiskey or vodka before noon. Or after, for that matter. And certainly, your homosexual desires. You know, if you are willing, then you are able. You can do this. The book says you will never be tested beyond your strength. Uh, these tests are for us to prove our fidelity to God. You know, it's easy to talk to talk, 
But what do you do when you're under fire? You know, you got to prove your love and dedication to God. Don't throw out God's instruction and go rogue. Although going rogue is sometimes okay, like Trump. And you know, Trump, he goes against the grain all the time, and he gets no help from the Democrats or Republicans. No help. He could ask a Republican, you know, next time you're at the store, I'm running out of pens. Can you get me a little box of pens, please? And what does the Republicans say? No, no, that will be the day I do that. I'm not doing that for you. I disagree with that whole premise and your whole thought on that issue. Eh, no help. You know, it can't be easy for the Trumpster. No one on his side except the voters. Hey, we got a call. Who's this? Hello, Pastor. Pastor, and what should I call you? A member of the flock? Are you a member? Are you a flock? You're a hey. big guy. You could be a flock all by yourself, really. Now, listen, you're, you're a married man. Now, let me ask you a question. Is there anything that you and your wife do in the privacy of your bedroom which would be condemned by the Bible? Well, as I intimated before, not to get so personal, but, personal, but my imagination would wander. And I would think of all kinds of crazy things early on. And then I'm thinking, you know what? I shouldn't be doing this. That's against the book. So at this point, the answer to your question is no. Well, uh, in other words, you know you know what? Uh, can I get a little bit technical here, or am I going to be censored? Or Well, you can be cut off as any time, at any time as we know. You're just going to have to take that chance. Are you ready, board guy back there? Go ahead. I'm not afraid well, of you. Go ahead. Well, do you know what cunnilingus and fellatio mean? Yes. You're familiar with both of those terms. All right, get to the point. You're, 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 you're skating on thin ice once again. Well, are they condemned by the Bible? Would the Bible, uh, the Jews, uh, the ancient Jews, would, would they consider that a form of sodomy? You know, that's a, actually... That's a question that people have, I'm sure, but nobody wants to talk. Nobody wants to talk about it. And if you're asking me, I would say, no, that's that is not a uh, a violation of the book because of uh, sharing and giving pleasure, which the Bible has no problem with in the realm of sex. Now, I heard a guy, a preacher, talk about this. His name is uh, John Piper. And he's the only preacher I've ever heard talk about what you just brought up. And I agree with him that, no, it's not a sin, in my humble opinion. How's that? Well, if it's not a sin between you and your wife, and and, uh, Christ said, uh, you know, uh, we can't... uh, let him with he was without sin cast the first stone, etc. And I mean, how can you? Uh, I mean, I can't imagine uh, making love to a man. I mean, that's I don't know how another man can make love to another man. You know, I when just, you bring up that, uh, don't throw the first whoever hasn't sinned, throw the don't throw any stones or whatever you said. You know, you take that too far. You you, you sound as though because God said that. If somebody kills somebody, we shouldn't put him in prison because everybody sinned. It doesn't work that way. You're taking it too far. 
Well, the New Testament supposed to be about this agape love, as opposed to the Old Testament, eye for an eye, etc. But, you know, getting back to the sex, I mean, how can you, how can you criticize uh, homosexuals for, uh, you know, doing to each other what you and your wife do to one another? I mean, uh, to me, that's being a little... Actually, we don't do what homosexuals do, number one. And number two, I'm not criticizing everybody. I'm being a parrot once again, reciting what the Bible says. I'm not throwing stones, as you say. I mean, am I throwing stones at myself for saying fornication is a sin? And we pay for that. We think we get away with it, but we don't. And I'm in that category. I mean, am I, am I turning on myself and being so mean to myself? Am I being some kind of racist to myself? Well, Rob, you know, with all due respect, I just think that, uh, you know, you're being a little, uh, the only word I can come up with right now is, is being hypocritical. I mean, uh, as I say, I, you know, it's hard for a heterosexual to understand the, you know, the mentality of the homosexual, but I'm, you know what I mean? There's all sorts of, uh, you know, normally uh, a female has two X chromosomes, a male has All right, has let's not get biological here. Let's now, just... Well, but there are... Just because you have an urge doesn't mean you go willy-nilly and act on it. Uh, heterosexuals have an urge for the opposite sex, but yet we're told to refrain until marriage. Same well, principle. There are, there are all... There are different types of homosexuality. In other words... Uh, uh, you know, when you, a lot of times when you see two lesbian women, the one woman will act, uh, she'll like play the part of the butch. Yeah, all right. Oh, we don't have to go. The, we don't have to go way. too far. Let me just say. Let me say, Walt, you danced around it nicely and properly with and and with respect. So I like how you presented your questions and your thoughts. But it's time to say goodbye. Well, hey, I just want to say one thing. Uh, now, don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. Well, you know, I'm hankering for another debate. I thought maybe Joe DeBosco... Ah, you just ruined it. I'll see ya. <laughs> I think he handled himself pretty well there. I mean, uh, the board guy had his finger on the delete button. Didn't have to use it. I thought you might. <laughs> but there are questions. No one talks about the sex stuff. Ain't gonna hurt anybody. To hear the truth and and, the, and what the book has to say, huh? So the point being, when you get down to it, if you're going to decide what's right and wrong for your life, you might run into some difficulties. We're not equipped to make those decisions. People think that we are, but we're not. We don't want to bite that apple like Adam and Eve did. Didn't Isn't that what started this whole big mess? You know, people think they can call the shots. They can throw out God in the Bible like a bag of rotten tomatoes. You know, rotten tomatoes hidden and forgotten in your, in the back of your refrigerator. And by the way, tomatoes, homegrown tomatoes. Board guy, ever homegrown tomatoes? Wow, my dad used to do it. And I'm thinking, why are you bothering with that? You can buy them from the store. Oh, was I wrong? There's nothing better. Than homegrown tomatoes. 
You put them on your turkey sandwich, your chicken sandwich with a little bit of salt. So juicy, so tasty. I got to tell you, I go into home sometimes and I see these bowling trophies on the mantle. Instead of bowling trophies when you win, they should give you a big bowl of fresh homegrown tomatoes. Absolutely they should. You appreciate it more, especially when you're older. And then you're older, you always have a little garden. When did you start a garden, board guy? In your 40s, 30s, 40s, 50s? Usually when you're older, you start a little garden. But those tomatoes, they're so good uh, compared to the stores especially. I don't know what you get at a store. I, I bought garlic at the store the other day. They all looked identical. One garlic clove or bundle, whatever you call it. One garlic to the next. They look identical like cloned sheep. That can't be normal. That can't be healthy. What are we eating? What are we putting inside ourselves? You know, the grapes? The grapes look like baseballs. They're so big. That's not how grapes are supposed to be. You have a grapevine at home. The grapes are tiny and tasty. And the fruit and vegetables that you grow on your own. The colors. They're so colorful and vibrant. Nature, such a beautiful, magnificent thing. But, of course, we just won't leave it at nature being beautiful and magnificent. We're going to call God, who's behind nature, wonderful, beautiful, and magnificent. Give the credit where it's due. Hey, Relic Hunter Firing Line, let's talk about them. Again, Saturday, September 28th from 10 to 8. They got a two-year anniversary thing going on over there and and because of that they want to give you a customer appreciation anniversary sale oh yeah one hand washes the other or something like that two-year anniversary big sale september 28th from 10 to 8 i believe bobby gunther will be in attendance and today they have a special new shooter class from 9 to 11 you can still get in on that Just go show up, 9 o'clock. And then Wednesday, September 18th, they have a gun cleaning instruction class. Very important to keep keep yourself clean with a daily or every other day shower and your weapons. Can you do both at the same time like Kramer did? He made a salad in in the shower and then took a shower. He did both, killed two birds with one stone. Well, regardless... So that's Saturday, September 28th from 10 to 8, two-year anniversary sale for Relic Hunter. Wonderful and appreciated customers. Queen's Nutritional Products is all about one thing, clean, healthy, natural living. Take advantage of Queen's full assortment of organic, vegan, vegetarian, and gluten-free products. Everything from vitamins, herbs, grains, and raw honey to skin, hair, and beauty enhancers designed to slow down the aging process. Queens also has pet products without all the harmful artificial ingredients and chemicals. Queens Nutritional Products is located at 1450 Pennsylvania Avenue, right on the border of Allentown and Bethlehem. Visit their website at queensnutrition.net. Their phone is 610-691-6644. And for you sports nutritionists, there's no better place than Queens. With 40 years of experience, they will absolutely fuel your fire. 
Queens of Family Business is also a wholesale business specializing in dried fruits and nuts, roasted fresh right on the premises. So that's Queens Nutritional Products open seven days a week. Yes, call up Robert live at 610-720-7900. Call up to keep him in line, to make sure he holds his place. Or better yet, comrades, call up just to yell at him. Just who does he think he is, anyway? This show, Don't Bring Up God, is for all of us. Call up to make a point, give a comment, or ask a question. And feel free to be serious. It's all good. Let's face it. Y'all got something to say? You need to be heard. Certainly more than Robert's babble. The more you talk, the less he talks. And I think we can all agree that's a good thing. So give a buzz at 610-720-7900. This message is approved by The Voice Guy. P.S. Please don't tell Robert. So nobody said following God would be easy. The book says, enter through the narrow gate, and the gate that leads to, tem- to damnation is wide. The road is clear, and many choose to travel it. But how narrow is the gate that leads to life? How rough the road, and how few there are who find it. Now that road, it's not easy, but it's definitely doable. Remember, we're spirit, soul, and body. We are our soul, personality, intellect, emotions. We have a body to be discarded, never to be used again. And you're going to succumb to the body's temptation? Think about eternity for a while. Remember your last days and you'll never sin. Great quote in there. So our spirit needs to control our soul and especially the body. Our spirit being our personal connection and communication with God. The spirit always is is at odds with the body once again. The spirit fights off the sexual inclinations of the body of the body. The book says, So I say, walk by the spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. It's like a wrestling match between the spirit and the flesh. A match between Hulk Hogan and the Iron Sheik. Good guy versus bad guy. And it's all scripted with the Hulk and Sheik. You know who's going to win. It's good versus evil. Like God versus Satan. So what side are you going to be on? I much rather prefer, since we know the ending, on the side of the spirit, Hulk Hogan and God, as opposed to the flesh, Iron Sheik and Satan. I think that makes sense. Hey, we got a call. Who's this? NJ. What's up? Uh, you know, you mentioned about Adam and Eve in the garden, and that's where it truly began because uh, you had Adam and Eve who were God's kids. He fellowshiped with them in the cool of the day. And it's interesting, uh, there weren't Ten Commandments. There was just one. Don't touch that one tree. If you love me, obey me, don't touch that one tree. And did he mean it to be cruel to him? No. They had, I mean, I couldn't imagine how many trees and how much they had. It was beautiful. It was perfect. And what did they do? They looked, they touched, they ate, they fell. And it's no different today. And the idea is God gave us Ten Commandments, not because he wants to win our parade, the party pooper. No, he wants the best for us. Just like Robert, you and I, as fathers, we want the best for our children. And what do we do? We tell them, hey, when they're little, hey, stay out of the road. You want to become road pizza, right? We warn them. There's consequences to our actions. Every temptation we have, every temptation we have, regardless, 
what it is, mm-hmm. you could always think back to that apple. Are you oh, going to exactly. grab that apple and ignore God or not? Disobedience in the fall of mankind. And the idea is, um, when you think about it, the fifth, first four commands deal with God. And it starts right off with the fifth commandment, and it's what, children, obey or honor your parents and the Lord, for this is right. That what? With a promise that your days may be what? Long upon this earth. There's a promise there. There's certain things we do, whether it's fornication, homosexuality, stuff. There's consequences to it. Look at the lifespan and so forth. And God loves us so much that he doesn't... He Look, at his love is perfect. How much does it hurt us as parents when we see our kids going down the wrong path? It hurts God even more because of his perfect love for us. And, and just a, a quick note about the Bible. I think Barry was that question the Bible. What makes the Bible unique, um, besides that when you read it, the author is right there with you, the Holy Spirit. And secondly, uh, inspiration by God. I mean, the, the books of the Bible were written by inspiration of God. Moses didn't live through the creation and the first five books, but yet he wrote about them. It's, it's right. unbelievable, the encouragement that the Bible gives you. And also, you can't forget Good about point. the prophecy, the prophecy yes. that has come through many, many times, which makes you stop and think, wow, this is just more than just a book. You, you, just, you just nailed the next point was about the prophecy is phenomenal. And just as we lived through um, when um, Noah was warning the people, back before the flood. We're living in those times right now. And guess what? The book of Revelation is opening up since the Jewish people are back in their homeland. I mean, you couldn't march a 200 million man army into uh, you know, Jerusalem against the Jewish people if they're not there. The book but does definitely pre- uh, predict the future. Thanks, NJ, for the call. Yeah. Take I mean, the Bible, it's not just a regular book. It's the power of God. It's a, it's a reflection of God. It's, it's God's rules and regs. Not just a book that you toss aside, that you read one time and that's it. No. The Bible is special. It's holy. That's what Christians believe. Now, this guy I've been talking about, the husband, the father of 25 years, and all of a sudden decides he wants a divorce because he thinks... And he believes that he's gay, and that's the route he should take. You know, I'm assuming this guy, after 25 years of marriage, is in his 50s. And I'm wondering why he can't hold out for another 20, 30 years as compared to eternity, for the rest of eternity. You know, if you're a Christian, you can't forget that. You're going to jeopardize eternity for 20, 30 years? Uh, You know, I don't think it's too much to ask. Why jeopardize the hereafter? And is sex a main motivator in all this? Uh, why? Well, why would it be? If you're going to be around 50, hey, let's face it. You could have two or three more good years of, of sexual interaction left, and that's it. As we all know, starting around 50, give or take, especially by 60, your libido and sex drive takes a hike never to return. No more tingling, shall we say. It's just a fact of nature. So you're going to break up a good marriage for that? For the inevitable demise of your parts? I don't think that's worth it, do you? (laughs) So keep that wonderful marriage intact. Uh, A marriage which is a sacred bond. Is anything sacred anymore? 
The book says, Thus they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, let no man separate what God has joined. I mean, there's so many reasons to stay put if you find yourself thinking you're gay after all these years. You know, you don't want to make any rash decisions. And you definitely don't want to listen to the way of the world that tells you, oh, you got to listen to every impulse and emotion you have in life and act on it. You know, your impulses and emotions, they change from day to day. For me, it's every 20 minutes. You get so high and you think, well, what's the point? You're going to go just as low, if not farther down, eventually later on in the day or the next day. So the best thing is to stay moderate. Moderation is the key. Hey, we got a call. Who might this be? Hey, it's Joe. What's up? Morning. Um, yeah, Barry asked a really good question. Uh, how do we know, you know, where the Bible came from? And there's actually uh, a lot of verses you got to look for them. They're spread throughout the Bible. I talk about, uh, like, 2 Timothy 3, 15, 16, 17. It talks about all, insp- all scriptures given by inspiration of God. It tells us how we and know where we can be saved. Second um, Peter 1, verses 20 and 21, that you know, holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. Um, so there have been prophets throughout history, and ever since the time of Adam and Eve, um, it's the law, right? like N.J. pointed out, one commandment. And as you're pointing out, we got to share the truth in love. And that's what the prophets did throughout all of history. That's what we're commanded to do, to share the gospel. And to answer Walt's question really quickly, God defines marriage, one man, one woman, and any type of sex outside of that boundary is sin. Uh, Think of it like a fireplace. Where do you put the fire? In the fireplace, in the boundaries of that. It's contained in there. It has purpose, beauty, and so forth. You take that out and put a fire in the middle of your living room, it's going to burn the house down. If I had a a friend or family member who was gay, I would like to think that I would have a discussion with them about what the Bible says, if they want to hear it. If they don't want to hear it, then you don't say it. you got to respect their decision. But I'd like to get that out in the open, and then after that— you basically forget about it because that's all on them. They're intelligent human beings. they got to make their own decisions. Right. And, and you pray for them. You share the truth and love that God loves us so much. He became a man, died on the cross. Jesus Christ took our punishment for us so that we would not have to take that punishment in all eternity. And there's other verses. Romans 1 uh, talks about homosexuality. Revelation 21, 8, 1 Timothy 1, 9 through 10, it talks about, about you know, it, it talks against uh, slavery, against homosexuality. So, yeah, we're, we're commanded to share the truth in love. And what Hollywood does is reprehensible. They what they present homosexuality as the lifestyle and being straight, so to speak, as abnormal. They, right. they, they want to totally flip the script. And that will be the day I listen to some kook Hollywood producer. That'll be the right. day. Well, if you think about it, uh, homosexuality, can a homosexual couple uh, reproduce? No, it's really a relationship of death. Um, <clears throat> the entire existence of human mankind depends on reproduction. 
So it, it goes it totally against, uh, you know, all the principles of God where he said, be fruitful and multiply. Yes, there's many reasons the for it. I mean, and throughout the Bible. Hey, thanks for the call, Joe. Yep, one, one quick thing. I, Real quick. I don't agree with the, um, the properly taught history that the Catholic Church is the one who compiled the Bible. There's a lot of internal evidence. Romans 3.1, uh, unto them, the Jews, were committed to oracles of God. So the Jews were the writers of the Old Testament. They're the ones who compiled. And the and Greeks, the, uh, the New Testament. Hey, that's a whole nother show. Yeah. I got to go. Thanks, yep. Joe. Right. Yep. So let's keep God... And the Bible as our foundation, the anchor, someone in something we can always turn to and to and rely on. That does not change. The book says, for no one can lay a foundation other than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. So whatever the temptation, don't let Satan push your buttons. Stop letting him push your buttons. Hide your buttons. Rip them off. Get a zipper instead if you have to. And by the way, who invented the zipper? Uh, did he have a patent on that thing? I mean, does he get a residual check every time a pair of jeans is sold in the world? How's that work? I mean, he should. All the jackets and coats and pants. I mean, if he just gets a penny for a billion sold every week, that's $10 million just for a penny each. Hey, that adds up. The zipper. Interesting structure. Hey, all roads lead back to God. Tyler, we love you. We'll see you again. And around the world. WAEB Allentown. Available anywhere you want to listen on our free iHeartRadio app. Download it now. News Radio 790 